one hit it. Well, happy Monday. It's real. The mustache. It's real, everybody. If you were, if you were on Instagram minutes ago, you would have seen what appeared to be a, a glorious. It was full. It fit. It, it inspired me to try to. I mean, it was it was Freddie Mercury esque, which is probably why it was the Freddie Mercury filter. I felt like it was a Ted Lasso mustache, and it it looked good on me. I mean. Andrew's first response after we post that was, should I grow a mustache? And here's, here's of the course, thing. we've opened up a poll. Uh, what do you think? Should, should, don't leave. Don't leave. No, 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 don't, no, don't go anywhere. Should Andrew. If you, if you stay for about six months, I could maybe grow that's something. That's not true. I can see. I, I mean, a little bit of mascara on that. I would, that say I would have to put that. Everything grows in blonde. It's not good. I haven't been blonde since like I was 15. All yet. right, buddy. Let's see it. You got two weeks. Let's see what you got. <laughs> two weeks for it will not be that. That was glorious. I, I couldn't do it. But Tim, we got to talk about something, something that's been troubling me since this summer. I, I it, it began with camp posts for me because mm-hmm. you know we we don't get to go to camp right now because we're it is kind of senior pastors and we don't get to blob children anymore. Mm. But I would always be fascinated by different friends of mine that are camp speakers and. They'd say, hey, I'm speaking at this camp. I'm teaching at this camp. I'm preaching at this camp. Yeah. Depending on who it was and where they were speaking, teaching, or preaching, they would post post that they were doing this. And I've noticed it more and more on Sunday mornings from my friends now as well. Hmm. Hey, everybody, if you're looking for a church to worship online, tune in to such and such. I'm speaking from this passage, teaching from this passage, or preaching from this passage. So what's appropriate? It just made me wonder, when do we use what verb? I don't know. Is it preaching? Is it teaching? Or is it speaking? Is I, it interchangeable? I think most people would assume I think that it's... in a secular setting, it's certainly interchangeable. Right. But in our setting, is it... Because I I tend to call what we do on Sunday mornings preaching. See, and I would say, yes, it's preaching. My personal style is more of that of a teacher than a preacher. Well, you're very conversational. Because you're a yeller, and I get that, but... You're a bencher. I think... You're a stooler. I'm a stooler, not a bencher. If I had a bench, I would, like, lay down and <laughs> rest on one elbow a little bit. I don't know. You stool it up. I stool it up. I... You have the nice flat table. Uh, CJ, I'm not hating on Frank. I'm not... I'm not hating on anybody. I, I'm clearly... This I'm is a shot very, at Frank. What did Frank say? I don't know. Apparently, he preaches, teaches, and speaks depending on... Wherever he is, we'll have to ask him in a couple hours. All of the above. So you prefer preaching, but you would say your preaching style is... Is is more that of teaching, but... That of a teacher. When do you use what? Do people say, oh, I'm speaking or teaching because they don't like the authority that the word preaching has? When you bring in a guest, is it a guest preacher or a guest speaker? They're not a guest pastor because they're not pastoring the people. So they're... Never said... Okay. Uh, So I, I don't know, Tim. I'm asking the question... Because I think we're gonna I have to know. throw this out to the people what, because this what is a are you doing? Topic. Are you? It's, and then is it? Are you preaching Sunday morning but teaching Wednesday night? To exactly youth group? right. So if are it's you not teaching Sunday a morning. midweek Bible study but you're preaching Sunday morning? I just I don't know. Frank, we're getting there. Yes, this episode is sponsored by the Practically Pastoring Conference. We're we're gonna talk all about that. Kyle says Andrew always does the Burt Reynolds pose on the bench. <laughs> why I can't preach from a bench anymore. What can I say? CJ says he teaches to students on Wednesday and he preaches to the old folks on Sunday. So when do you speak? If you're at the Kiwanis Club on Saturday morning for their pancake breakfast, then you're the speaker. 
I mean, do you typically call it the chapel preacher or the chapel speaker when you're at a Christian school? Chapel it's speaker. The chapel speaker. When do we use the verbs, Tim? I don't know. You just messed up. You, you the pen hit the button on. The I was that. Switcher. I was that frustrated. Because <laughs> now I'm lost. I don't know what to call this. I don't know. I don't know what I do for a living anymore. I either preach. Hurt I, says I speak only when spoken to. Okay. Was the pen really that strong? Enough? Yes, you threw the pen and it hit directly on the switcher button mm. to a camera channel that we don't have a camera plugged into. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. CJ says, I speak when my wife allows okay. it. Okay. And when do you preach? And when do you teach? I'm like, teachers aren't preachers. Steve says, I preach in main service, teach at youth group. I don't like using the word preach for teenagers. Who wants to be preached at? So I should we this. never use that word? The things hanging in our worship center that the sound comes out of. Can I call those preachers? I or believe. Or those only speakers? No, those are teachers. Okay. It's very confusing. We want your opinions. Get into it. All that and more because yesterday was Sunday. This moment right here is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. Good morning. Good morning. It is 11 o'clock-ish. That was a that was Well, a good I, I happened to glance at the clock when you said that. That was, a, that was 11 o'clock-ish on a Monday morning. I'm Tim. That's I'm, Andrew. I'm Andrew, and we do this on Mondays, and we would love for you to come and hang out with us and follow us on Facebook. Granted, if you're watching right Instagram, now, you, you are hanging out with us. We'd love for you to continue to do this. Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, wherever do we really care about that stuff? Sure. Okay. I mean, someday if we ever want to sell our skills, sell our wares on the open market. Look, if we haven't made money off this in, in this three long, years, it's not going to happen. This is just for funsies. It's cool. We get to hang out on the clock on a Monday. Mostly we, we get to hang out with you. What are we doing on next Monday? It's it's Labor Day. Are you laboring? It is Labor Day. We are laboring all the way to Disney World. Well, then I was going to say, I've got a big family trip coming up next week. Did you know this? Where are you going? I'm taking my middle two. We have a... 8th and 10th birthday coming mm -hmm. up on September's 9th and 10th. And we are going all the way to Detroit, Michigan for the Rays uh, Tigers series up there. And we're going to venture into the newly opened Canadian borders. Are you talking about the first place Rays? The first place Rays, the best record in the American League. We're going to go up to Detroit and uh, see if we can catch a Miggy home run ball. See if we can. Uh, are you going to see my friend Ken Leslie? I, we've we've messaged something. You know, they don't start school in Michigan until Tuesday of next week because they don't they don't start school until after Labor Day ever in the state of Michigan. It's a state yeah. law because so much of their tourism is revolves around that late summer lake activity. And so um, we've we've messaged some back and forth. I would love to. I always want to see Ken Leslie, but we'll have to see. We will have to see. Is this your first big trip like this with the boys? Um, with these two, the the, this the is deal in our family is you get an airplane trip. For your 10th birthday. Okay. We were going to do a, a birthday party this coming weekend, but with the COVID numbers being what they are and classes That's, at school. Okay. I saw, down, I saw that it got canceled. We just, you know, we're going to keep living our lives. We're going to keep going to school. We're going to keep going to church and keep doing all of our stuff. We just don't like to host the super spreader. 
And so the our one, churches can though. Yeah, our churches can host the super spreader. I I would rather if someone comes like, hey, I got sick from your church. Well, fine, the church is supposed to gather. But I got sick from you know licking icing at your kid's birthday party. Drew's in Boston next week. He's going to be watching the first place race take uh, on the Red Sox. Drew, I love that. That's oh, I love that. Fenway is so much fun. Well, I'm very excited for Comerica. It's an outdoor downtown stadium. Mm. Something that the Rays need, maybe in Tampa. But Tim, no one no one comes here to talk about baseball. Well, I do. We do. We've got so much to discuss this week. We still want to know if you're preaching, teaching, or speaking. And when it's appropriate to use all of those terms. But Tim, as the title of this episode indicates, we've been having some discussions recently. It's not my fault. It's, I didn't do this intentionally. It's not, I've gone a bit long lately. You've been going long on a regular basis. Now, last week I was like, I can't believe you preached that long. Yeah, I think and I then, was 38 minutes and you were 37 And then minutes. I pulled in. Yeah, I pulled mine up and we were the same length. Last Sunday when we were looking at our MP3s, I was careful with my wordage. Stop that. We compared MP3s. We compared MP3s. And we were near the same length. Of course, mine was slightly longer. Sermon link. What are you? Why? So you have gone from two services to one service. And so the vast majority of your preaching career, teaching career, speaking career. Teacher speaker. Okay. So when you've been preaching to adults, you've always had two services. We were most of my ministry career. And so you had to end on first service on time and you had a little a, bit more a leeway. 30, a 35 minute sermon was was long, long. Like we would we would be pushing it because people would be in the 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 foyer narthex area. Sam says that you wore out your mic batteries last okay, week. Okay, Sam, that that is not true. I believe it was the I put in new batteries. The batteries are fine. The cord got a little wasn't wonky. Quite plugged in all the way. It was plugged in, but it's been frayed. I bought a new one. It was like it was a an expensive new cord. Those are I bought the extra thick one because I know how frayed they get. Plus, my whole thing is when I'm sitting down, I always get it caught in the the chair hook. So when I when I bought a I've new, I've told you about the tug. I know. But then you have to go back, you know, some, in a private room somewhere and drop a wire down the back of your shirt and wiggle. I have a tie on on Sunday mornings 97% of the time. You got to loosen a tie to drop the cord down the back of your shirt. Look, the I sermon went so long yesterday, I had to finish with a handheld microphone. Tim, that's a problem. I, Are you so addicted to your own words that you cannot. So many thoughts in my head. Let's see. Are you so eager to hear yourself talk, Tim? Is your preparation so lacking that you don't know how long your sermon is going to be when you step up to begin to deliver it? Tim, being, Here's the deal. being I... too long or too short is a sign of being underprepared. Unless that's, you that's, unless you know it's going to be that's long. preaching one hundred and one. I knew exactly how long it was going to be. We were closing out Ephesians what yesterday. What was your word count? It was 4,400 words. That's too many words, Tim. But, I, but I, you know, it wasn't like a mystery that my sermon went 51 minutes. 50. I didn't say I was proud. 51 minutes. I thought we could tackle the full armor of God with one sermon. That was probably. You didn't even borrow my armor of God costume. I forgot the costume. 51 minutes, Tim. But we did open with a scene from Braveheart. With Mel Gibson shouting at his soldiers to hold. Do you include the Braveheart scene? No. That was a two-minute sermon bumper not included 
in the 51 minute sermon length. So in the time that your worship leader finished strumming, said a prayer, there were 53 minutes between that and you ending. And do you, do you have a closing song at this point or do you dismiss because you guys are doing your, your family prayer stuff? So we, we have a, an emphasis on prayer at the end of the service. So we have not been doing a closing song. Um, my wife says, how do the childcare workers feel about how long you're preaching? That's a fair question. It's a fair question. I have heard from you. Stop it. Tim. Why is that so sensitive? You keep look, look how, look how sen- like I barely like that is way too sensitive. Stop touching it, Tim. It is a video switcher. What did you do? I moved it back a touch because it was so sensitive to my touch. Okay. The only comment I've heard was, wow, Tim's going long today. That was from our <laughs> kids ministry. Josh Price says, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well enough to keep my job for another week. Sam says he did indeed use a John Piper quote in the sermon. Look, John Piper has a great quote on prayer being a wartime walkie talkie. It fit well with the armor of God, even though Paul doesn't assign prayer a weapon or a piece of armor. It is very much like a wartime walkie talkie. The quote fit. And you wanted to show people, hey, I've been studying. I've been preparing. So here's another 38 seconds. I'm going to tack on to this sermon that is already 20 minutes longer than it needs to be. It probably should have been more than one sermon. If you're going to. Tim, if you're going to go full armor of God in one week, it's 50. I mean, you could do a series on the full armor of I God. Know, I know. I know. Tim, I, I went to 29. CJ says the rise and fall podcast is inspiring. Tim's sermon lengths. I did 29 minutes and seven seconds yesterday because, and, and I was editing my manuscript as I went. I was like, okay, what paragraph can I take out? What application point? might be a little bit niche to one specific group of people that doesn't need to be in here because um, our pre-sermon part of our service went long. We have you know, the... I okay, the, so that this is a good topic. So we could talk overall service elements. Service, because service structure. What time did your service start? 10. And what time did you leave? What time did I leave church? What time did we say amen? Say amen. We said amen at 11, 10, 11, 12. So do we. We were like 1115. Okay. So our our service length wasn't all that different. So what you're saying is, hey, hey, everybody, come see Tim. It's the Tim Show. Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. We had announcements, and we sang some glorious worship songs. And then it was Timmy time. And then we preached, and then we prayed. A.K.A. Timmy time. We don't have a ton of extra elements built in. I guess we Except could. Except for Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was necessary. So we we open with our call to worship. Pre-COVID, we would the the cue that the service was starting was uh there's a song playing and people are singing, so join in. Mm-hmm. And about the time that we started to we weren't back from COVID yet, but we had changed from like recording in here to we were doing everything in the worship center. Right. Um they kind of to welcome the online audience, we started to do our welcome and call to worship at the front of the service. So we open with a welcome announcements and then a call to worship to get everybody in the right headspace for worship. Then we have a two-song set, and both songs that were chosen by our praise team yesterday 
were two songs, two songs, but I get a longer, they were longer songs. And then we have an extended prayer time. And then a third, then the song before the sermon. So three songs total, so three songs, sermon, or three songs, welcome announcements, called worship, right? Two songs. Yes. Prayer. Yes. Song. Yes. Then we have a middle schooler in our church read the key passage of scripture before the sermon begins. And then we have a sermon. And then we have a song. Closing song. And then we have a benediction. Benediction. We do that. So ours is a uh, benediction differ or is it the same week after week? Oh, it, it every now and then I'll add a sentence or two based on the sermon. Same like that. For the most part, though, it is exactly the same. We do countdown um, announcements up front. Our elder Sam Redkin leaves those and he's he's he he's says not it was definitely the sermon. So instead, could the announcements have added to the extent? And he said, no, no, it was definitely. Speaking of announcements, thank you for that, Sam. Uh, we sing three songs basically every week. Three song worship set typically runs about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And the sermon apparently will run anywhere from 28 minutes to 51 minutes, depending on the week. It's a big difference. That's the difference of a modern sitcom. It's a big difference. I will say that that is not the norm. This month, it has been longer than usual, but that is not the norm of Lakeview Speaking Sermons. Speaking of norm, did you know that Jason Sudeikis, a.k.a. Ted Lasso, his uncle is Norm from Cheers? Really? I had no. I learned that the other day. I had no idea. No, I did not Crazy. know that. Different norm than we were discussing here. But a norm nonetheless. It's still a norm. So what elements... Do you I like in a service? What elements do you actually I like how what Ben has to say is that I wonder if the term preaching, teaching, speaking is preaching, teaching, speaking is more relevant to the age of the church member. Our older people prefer me to say preaching and they prefer me to say sermon. Ooh, this is another word. Our young people would prefer me to say speaking and my message. So is it a sermon or is it a message? It's a demographic switch. I like that take. That's a good take. I think so. I think it's. The difference is how much authority do you want to convey in what it is? And some people want to have authority over them, and some people don't. Andrew has a middle schooler read the Torah. Tim I, could have started preaching while he was drumming. Look, we were down a drummer. It was last second. I was asked to fill in on the skins. Have you been there? No, I have not. I don't, I don't have any musical ability, so it would be very bad. I am the third string drummer, so when our first two go down, I am next man up. So I don't. I don't like that. When when did you get the set list? Uh, Friday, okay. and then we changed a song Saturday. So. Reached for fifty one minutes, drummed for twenty two minutes. I was very tired. I was also tired, but because I didn't sleep much on Saturday night, sometimes that happens. My Apple Watch was very proud of me. Sometimes I just don't sleep. Does Apple Watch think that drumming is walking? It thinks drumming is extreme cardio. And it, how much cardio is it really? Cause you're, I think I've, it's, I, I don't, I don't drum. I don't know. Well, I've just never heard about the drumming workout plan. Well, it just depends on what style of drummer you are. Are you more of a wrist guy and elbow guy or a shoulder guy? And I tend to be in between elbows and shoulders, which means I'm a little bit of a louder drummer, mm. which also means my Apple watch thinks I'm uh really uh, going Doing at some it. Jumping jacks or something. Yeah, exactly. My wife is chiming in saying that our songs are usually on the longer side. I would say for our four songs on a Sunday, 
I mean, if you're saying 22 minute set for a three so- for three songs, yeah, that's typically what we are. I, I would say we're 20 to 25 minutes for a four song set, so we're not. The the songs aren't too different. No, but we we just have the the different elements in the service. What elements do you not want in a service, Tim? I mean, next week is a communion week for us. We'll have communion next week. We're Tim. We're we're breaking away from the prepackaged Jesus Lunchables. Are you really? We what are. are you going to? We've got we I got the, the new little squirt bottle. We're, it looks like the old school like uh, pre Gatorade squirt bottles with the little hose that comes out to fill. No, no, we got like the more actually like, the communion dropper. Yeah, that's what we have. But like when I was looking on Amazon, the other one was the dropper. That we just like squirt it in each individual that. person's mouth. So we're <laughs> we're doing the uh, communion cups stacked with the juice okay. on top, bread on the bottom. Yep, that's how we originally so, did it. What, and what are you guys doing now? Right now we have the prepackaged stuff until yeah. we run out. Yeah, we're we haven't run out, but we're just people are people are ready. They we are, ran, we've we've ordered. I think this is our, we're on our third order now. Yeah, I think we started with oh let's order a hundred because we'll just do this for a couple months. Yeah, We're like yeah let's order a thousand, but it's been it has been since March first of twenty twenty that we've taken communion in a non disposable communion kind of way. So it's time. It's time. Do you guys still come forward for communion or do you do you we pass pick, it out pick, on, pick it the way, on the way in on the way in? We yeah. have our you know about our welcome tent. It is the hit of the Sunday morning experience at Lakeview. That's what we need to figure out this week is because we haven't we went from intention where right. everybody come forward, rip and dip. Yep. Pass your germs. We're not doing that anymore to prepackaged Jesus Lunchables, which we're not doing that anymore because those you could have just out for anybody and everybody to grab. But so with the the stackable, you can't have people grab those on the way in. So we got to how out this week. When we did the stackable, we did not have people grab it on the way in. Was that come forward? It was a come forward. I like the idea of being served communion. But when the Last Supper happened, they were sitting around a table and, they, Indeed. and it was passed. We get a giant table. CJ's wondering if you put a time limit on guest speakers, preachers or teachers. Um, I usually say we're trying to be done around whatever time. So I, I don't say here's your limit, but I Again, say we, when, we try to be done at this time. When you have two services, it's so much easier because you, you have to you have, have to a be done by one, but, one service. Just maybe it allows a little bit too much freedom. Well, you're really enjoying your Christian liberty these days, Tim. I guess so. I guess so, Tim. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we we've do. Got, we're going to move off of this one because we've got at least three other subjects we want to talk about. But I really want to make sure that we. Kyle, are you guys really drinking from the same chalice? That can't be. That can't be true. No, no, they weren't. No one was drinking from it. They were dipping into it. Oh, we Kyle did, says that we're we, drinking from the same oh, chalice. Probably not the smartest. Oh. Idea. No. I'll move on. I'll be time no. to move on from that one. No, we would have one guy who would come through and try to drink from the chalice, and he would always be like two-thirds of the way through the line. So most There's people always that one former Catholic in the bunch. Uh, he's not. He was a retired Presbyterian pastor. Is that a Presby thing, too? I guess so. Tim, I want to talk about some of our ads, our friends that make it possible before we get into the rest of our topics. Let's talk about those big ads. We can talk about uh, Getting Ready for Marriage. It's a great book. It's a great resource. It's a really good chapter seven. Speaking of how long is too long. Tim. It's inappropriate. Chapter 7. The Bible, bro. It's, Speaking it's, of no, inappropriate. It, it is a good length for a chapter. Okay, fine. Chapter 7 is the, the, the per- Bible bro. amount of length. We're getting messages. We're getting pictures. <laughs> you see we're getting tagged in pictures yeah, of YouTube's playing Bible Brawl. This is a real thing, people. 
It's a game. It's hilarious. It's a card game. I dare you to pick it up and not laugh at the card. Especially if you get the not for Sunday school, not safe for Sunday school. You have to get that edition and then play it in Sunday school. Don't do that. Why? Backseat Leadership Podcast. For people looking for actual content. A little bit less silly, a little bit more serious. It's a conversation for leaders who don't find themselves in the driver's seat. Youth Ministry University, formerly, and will always be in my heart, DYMU. Train your team. Get everybody on the same page, speaking the same language. Wouldn't you want all of your small group leaders, all of your volunteers, to be as prepared as possible to serve the students at your church? Yes, I would, Andrew. Youth Ministry University. Tim, we are a very proud part. Proud? Proud. Very proud part. Of the, the DYM, DYM Podcast, Podcast Network. Network. I don't know why your voice went up, but we're still very proud. I was trying to harmonize. All right. Tim, I just... I'm, you forgot one. What did I forget? You don't have a graphic for this? I don't think so. I think we're still waiting on the graphic for this. Oh, you're talking about the uh, Practically Pastoring Conference? We, uh, we're going to host a conference. Uh, you're really hosting it. It's at Lakeview. Lakeview Church is going to be hosting it. We're inviting pastors of all, all the- shapes and sizes. And Good. titles. Because if it was just skinny pastors, I couldn't come. So we need <laughs> shapes and sizes. We're and gonna, uh, we're going to give you some more info on this, um, including uh, giving away a free registration. What? Did we not do that? I, I thought we agreed to that. I, Frank, are you still on the line? I I don't know how to respond to that, but it's going to be at Lakeview Church. February at Lakeview. 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Block out. Of 2022. Block out February 2022. The entire month. The entire month is going to be a party, is what you're saying. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. You should come hang out. We're going to go fishing. We will. Frank says sure. Hey, we're good. <laughs> Told you. There you go. Hey, Kurt says we used to you to we used to be common cup mm. and individual cups as an option, but haven't done it for more than a year. Still have people asking for it every week. Ben says, ooh, pick me. Ben, where are you from? Um, Yeah, common cup. That makes me feel the heebie-jeebies. Colorado, Ben, you got a long ways to go, buddy. Hey, that means that saving him that $79 on the registration senior could, pastor could go into his hotel, maybe a rental car, maybe a flight. I don't know. Right. I think uh, Ben should come with us. Ben, you're in. Ben, you're well, in. You just, you just, I just gave it to Ben. Frank, <laughs> Ben's in. Okay. Ben. Uh, Can we not do that? I, I guess you just did it. Um, Frank, Ben is in. Ben, give us your info. Tell us you're serious. Screenshot your plane ticket. You just got a free registration. <laughs> okay. Frank, you heard it from me. Let's not do this every week as the uh, official holder of I'm Practically Pastoring LLC. I'm saying, but the bank account is going to be connected to my social security number. So I would prefer that you don't just you know, give away things constantly, but whatever. It's cool. Ben, dead serious. You're, you're in. He says, wow, thanks. <laughs> I love it. We just gave that away. Adam says common cup equals the common cold. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, I get it. Like, it's what Jesus did. Jake says, Tim, you got room next to your pool for an air mattress. We do. Uh, I can save on lodging. Um, yeah, Jake, you're in. If you want to if you want to lodge at my place, I'm air mattress by the pool. I'm fine with that. You don't even need a shower. Just roll over. Your pool's got solar heating. Solar heating, salt water chlorinator. So you can just roll in. Your hair feels soft when you get out of my pool. Soap up. Do you remember when you used to come to my pool when you had dreadlocks and you would wash your mm-hmm. hair with like oatmeal shampoo I in do. my pool? That was disgusting. 
Will Bible Brawl be... We can't give away too much, CJ, but I will say that um, a board game breakout room is happening, and I will be hosting it. Um, There you go. So yes, Bible Brawl. There's a whole lot... Bible Brawl is happening. A whole lot going on. I think, what, 173 days from right now. Countdown's on. You should be there. It's going to be exciting. Ben's wondering if we can fit two mattresses there. (laughs) (laughs) What have I done? Tim... We just gave away a spot. We had a situation on it. Saturday. I love it. And it was a situation like so many others during this season that there's no win. There's no oh. no possible win. I got a call from on Saturday night from one of one of my favorite church members. He is just about the kindest man you would meet in your entire life. And he felt so bad. We have a Saturday morning men's group mm-hmm. that gathers each and every Saturday morning. The median age of that group is probably 74, 75 for a, for a median age. Our average age might be a little bit higher than that. And so they were on Zoom for more than a year during the craziness of COVID. And when they all began to gather again, they said, look, we've got health concerns here because the people of, of the demographics that they're in. Some of the people in that group have wives that have worse health concerns than the husbands do that attend this group. So they said for this particular group, we are going to ask that everyone that comes to this small group be vaccinated. Mm. The group got together on their own. They sent out emails. Did they ask permission for that? Yeah. And it was like, yes, it's your small group. You can – of course you can make that call. Our take Mm. has kind of been like as a church – we are going to say that whatever the state's standard is, is our standard. We're not going to be harder or harsher than our state or our county. Sure. If there's a countywide mask mandate, guess what, everybody? We're going to wear masks to church again. If the county says you can do what you want to do, by all means, do, you know, we're, I get it. everybody, if you want to wear a mask to church, by all means, wear a mask to church. But if the state is not requiring it, we're not going to be stricter. But individual small groups have the authority to say, hey, for our group, for our people, Here's what we're going to do. So this group of men, mostly in their 60s and 70s, has said for them, this is what they're going to do. Well, we had a visitor come who is not vaccinated and does not think that people should be forced to, forced to, which, again, completely valid option. Sure. That is his right as an American citizen to have that opinion. And, um, but they'd been visiting at our church for, Several, several weeks, you know, like we, we were seeing them each and every week. And then so this person calls me and said, here's what happens. I feel terrible. They weren't there yesterday. I'm, I'm hoping it's coincidental and that, you know. So are you going to reach out? Yeah, but it's still a oof. Like, it is another example of. There's no way. There's no right answer. In in this environment, we are going to be wrong and right with everyone at the exact same time. You either, you know, the have people who are desperate for to be in this community that they missed out on for a year feel like they can't be a part of the community yeah. because of their health or their spouse's health. Or you have a you know, and I get we could have communicated better, like, oh hey, here's this small group. We, you know, this is a group that for health concerns has made this choice as a group. Yeah. But it was just, oh, it's a bummer. Like, what? Well, it's such a bummer we because never lose people over something like that. But 
it's going to happen. But it's going to happen. It's, and it just it's stinks. Sad. It was one of the, I don't want to say it was like, it wasn't a gut punch because we had we had a, a really good Sunday. Our our church was lively. Our fellowship hall hour was bumping as it always is. Love that hour. But oh, we we had people take over the the food for the first time. So they, you didn't have to do it. No, well I I've done it twice ever in four and a half years or you know four years and three months or whatever i have brought the food twice but we had people that are you know about six months into our church and it was their first time doing it holy cow over the top it was over the top and it was wonderful i love that it, you know people that didn't usually stay were staying so it was a wonderful Speaking sunday of super spreaders but it was one of those events where like oh you know what but what do you do there's there's no there's no guidebook there's no protocol. There was no class in seminary on this. I should know. I'm still in seminary. Speaking of no class in seminary, Tim. My seminary is. Your seminary is, is underwater. It's underwater. It's without power. I heard from my Hebrew professor. We uh, we still have all of our assignments due this week. So good news on that front. Did you go to New Orleans Seminary in hopes that you'd get out of some assignments for some hurricanes? Was that was that like part of your decision making process? The main part was, wow, this is this is very cost effective and, and affordable until uh, Dr. Drew stepped in and said, eh, we can make more money from these non-Baptists. Needless to say, this seminary of this semester of seminary is costing me uh, twice as much as last semester. And you can't even take your classes right now because it's underwater. That would never happen at Dallas Seminary unless we're at the Houston campus where they get hit every year with a hurricane. <laughs> and then there's also an ice storm every February. But whatever. You should have still gone to Dallas anyway. Tim, do you know what else was what else was not a seminary class? Property management 101. Oof. It really should have been a seminary Oof. class. I will say that seminaries are getting better. I'm currently in a how to lead a st- church staff class right now that's a great class to and, have. and part of that is facilities and property management. so like they're they're getting better okay but i mean for for those of us who you know i mean if you took seminary two decades ago the only did. class that i had in seminary first of all how dare you two decades ago i mean but I, a decade and a half well the only class that i had that dealt with facilities at all was christian camping which was a great class that a, was a pass fail I, I got an a in that bad boy it was a wonderful class, but it was, you know, the ministry side of things, the marketing side of things, sure. and then the, but the administrative, but of, of all of our seminary time, that was one I, class. So I had one little bit of, and it was, you need to have good insurance because a kid's going to break their leg. Tim, we have had so many facility issues. And part of that is we have the new preschool that's in. And so our toilet, you have is a being new preschool, flushed. you have an aging facility, yes, but we have, you know, 40 people here every day that weren't here before. And so the toilet's being flushed. Facilities being used more. A lot more. That's a good um, thing. We've got some issues with the city and some dumpster stuff going on. But, Tim, it's I, – I wonder to myself sometimes out loud, sometimes in my head every day, how, why have I not been prepared for this? <laughs> like where at some point with a, a Bible college degree and a seminary degree, should someone have told me you're going to have to uh, be in charge of your facility at some point? Well, Sam Rudd came with a great reminder. Christian camping equals no mixed swimming. Well, it depends on the camp. Depends on the camp. The camp I grew up going to, absolutely not. Absolutely not. This camp, the director who had his doctorate that was leading this class, it's a Pine Cove camp in the 
tiny hills of East Texas, one of the largest Christian camps in the world. And I think they did have mixed swimming there. They also have jet skis and all kinds of cool stuff. I think the best part about having a smaller congregation, but still with property needs is there's always that one guy or gal in the congregation who just knows how to get stuff done. Yeah, people who know. So the same small group on Saturday morning, the same phone call that was like, hey, we had this situation, want you to be aware of it. Yeah. Um, They were up on the roof after small group because we have a flat roof and they need to keep it clear of debris and whatnot. So it's like, hey, we get together for Bible study and then we climb up on the roof because that's that's what you do. But yeah, facility concerns. It's always fun, huh? We, uh, we've had a few, we have a few, and it is ongoing. We just got a, we got one of our first quotes back on this AC project we've Ooh. been at for Ooh. a few years now. We, we bought a new unit last summer that was within like $50 of the entire payday protection that we had received. So you've got a lot of units, Tim. Are they all, do you have all the original units in both buildings? Um, Yes. Yes, so it, it is. It's it is coming. time. So not only the outside units, but the inside as well. I mean, we're we're talking, you know, hundred k plus to get all of these. Uh, it's a lot. Hope it's done by February for the practically pastoring conference. Oh, we will. Well, I mean, our, it won't matter. Yeah, it won't we matter won't have February. to run AC all that. We can much. open the glass. We can open. If you come to the practically pastoring conference, we will have glass doors open. Wow, this is we're we're offering a lot. We're offering a lot of things. Uh, if the glass doors are open, a turkey, especially in February, you might literally have a turkey just walk in. Not uncommon. To we have forty plus turkey, including a rare albino turkey. How is it that we have a shepherd's staff as like the symbol for this conference? Should have been a turkey. Should have been an albino turkey. I, we got to catch that thing. I told Frank. All right. It was. It was just a week of every single day. One day. We had three different people here that I was trying to coordinate. I was like, this is wild. It's the middle of the afternoon. I should be, you know, deep in study or reading or praying or meditating or. Andrew, you, you, you you know better than that. I wouldn't. But my lunch was cut short that day, which was hard. Speaking of eating cut short, I hear your fantasy football teams had a few problems. So Andrew and I have this debate every year. It's not really a debate because I'm always right. We never draft as a church or fantasy. We never draft before the last preseason game. Why? People get hurt in preseason. People get hurt every we, year. Clockwork. We had people saying, hey, we need let's let's do this. And people that play in multiple leagues, Sunday afternoon seems to be like the time that people draft. Sure. So we drafted last Sunday and then Monday night. Your boy Travis Entienne went down for the season. He was my flex etn by the way never never been hurt in his career never had a career before because he had never earned money from football wink wink (laughs) let's be honest he goes down and then i think you had another uh my boy jk dobbins from ohio state baltimore running back was who went into my lineup to replace him out for the season as of yesterday so i'm down two running backs i'm still favored to win my week one matchup but I will say this. We drafted last night in person at Buffalo Wild Wings. How, we, how big was your group? How many people showed up? I think nine out of our 11. Nice. Do you have 11? Do you have a ghost league? No, we had 12, but one of our guys is, wasn't able to make it. So we had to drop last second down to 11. So how actually, have, I have two bye weeks. Oh, that's weird. What Are, are you on ESPN? What, mm, what ESPN. Are, they let you do 11? They let us do 11. Because, oh, because you did the manual draft. No, we did the auto the auto draft, they, snake it, draft. They would not let us draft until we had an even number of teams at one really? point. Really? I guess we had to our 
I'm like, not. Are you the commish? I am just because I hit the reactivate. <clears throat> I am not button. the commish, so our commish set that up. I guess he was able to say we want bye weeks instead of. I guess so. All that to say, we had a blast. Like it was just fun. It's a good getting the boys together. It's a good ministry. My son was there. Fantasy football ministry. Refused to take my help, but he. Are you, he did excited, his, are you excited to play him? He did his homework. Okay. Like he had a solid draft. I don't know how into fantasy your boy. My, this will be my Aaron's, kids are not at all into it. So Aaron's third year. So he's starting with eight. He's now ten. So he's he's got the idea. He does his research. I get him the fantasy football app a few weeks before the draft, so we can you know put all those players in the right order. And it was it was a beautiful thing. I love it. There was three generations of Millers there. I love everything about it. As you should. Except for the fact that I'm down two running backs and the first game hasn't been played yet. We have an IR spot on our bench. Do you have that this year? We do have an IR spot, but why would I save someone who's out for the season? Are they both out for the season? Yeah, they're both out oh, for the season. I'm so sorry. So, and the one was very much my third running back, so it wasn't someone that couldn't be dropped. Oh, well. My team name we, is the Locks of Lawrence, and my dad knew that I was going for Trevor Lawrence, and in round seven when I was going to get him, he knew. He just wants the trade bait. He's got it. He's trying. He wants me to give up Waller, but I guess that's my tight end. I can't. I still think that my name is way better. Go ahead. Playmakers, Miracle Workers. I told you last week. Playmakers. That's what I got. Tim, that's what I got. That's, that's what we got. got. It's about noon. You've got lunch to eat. You've got people to see. You've got you've got ministry to do. Yeah, it's Monday. Stop watching the show and get back to work. We're listening if it's Tuesday. Whatever you're doing, however you're consuming this, we appreciate you. But now it's ministry time. It's ministry time. Next Go forth week and do. We'll be laboring but hard in, with but, you. But in two weeks, in person. we'll be back. We'll tell you all about it. We'll see you then. Can't wait. Have a great week.